ready? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's us back to the Fox Chronicles for another Sunday. Proof. Oh, roll your intro. Roll my intro. Who the fuck? <laughs> Giddies, gentlemen, guys, girls, and all variations of the species. Welcome back to another very special episode of the Unmonetizable. That's not like what's going on. Did I miss the intro video? I was so busy getting the. the... The fucking you want you want it cold open that's cold opening that's privilege back a, to the show again interrupting my intro it's not a cold open if literally we did the intro that's supposed to come after the video that's not how a cold open works what? i can't believe i'm having to explain this what? it's really no it's really no I'm really nice. Someone got alive. cold feet for the cold opening, it seems. Uh, when I fucking make you cold when I stiff you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. I cannot feel like okay. even somebody shoves in your stomach. It's basically like when you get the pre-credit sequence on a bit of like Star Trek or something. It's like a wee bit happens, then the credits roll, and then the actual episode with the proper beginning. Fun fact, as an actor, I, I know what a cold opening is. <laughs> I thought you might, but then you, you often seem to miss some vital things, so I thought maybe I'd just tell you in, pal. That's his character. See, really a cold open for me is just dropping Priv right in the deep end, you know what I mean? That's a cold don't open for me. Don't say deep end and don't say drop in, right? Roll by actual go on. Hi, ladies lads, how are we all doing? Welcome to a very special episode of The Unmonetizables. My name is Carter Privilege, and with me through no choice of their own are Grandmaster Tech. Uh, aye, yeah, I'm here. Oh, you're here, your icon's not here. Oh, it is now. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you might get a stream deck, mate. And Yagi Young. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Priv's name's not there. Uh, I did notice I that. No name. I'm so privileged as everyone already knows who the hell I am. He's the uh, unnamed of the unmonetizables. As ever, we have a host of fuckers waiting in the wings. We've got it, my dog. We have uh, Mr. Zen Bloke and the ever cantankerous uh, fuck DJ Bot. Go fuck yourself, DJ Bot. And uh, yeah, uh, I suppose there's, there's uh, nothing left to say other than if it doesn't keep up its, its fucking playing consistently, I might shoot it. Just like Boogie298 tried to shoot an intruder. Oh, what, what, okay, what, let's, uh, let's, let's analyse this for a second. An American with a gun points a gun at an intruder on his own property. That's a non-story. Uh, but as, uh, it was a bit like a, a fat McJugger Nuggets. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and uh, we don't say fat, we see uh, uh, alternatively size, scaled. Size, yeah, seismically challenged. Seismically um, challenged? What? I'm using it. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so Boogie was uh, basically getting some fucking heat from a internet troll slash bully slash loser known as uh, Frank Hassel, who's uh, mm, yeah. co- comedy picked up in the last few years. Yeah, he literally just walks around filming himself trying to start fights with people, uh, being quite rude and intimidating. I was trying to come up with a funny short pun, but I couldn't do it. I just can't. Yeah, so basically, and, uh, uh, Mr. Hassel had was was once a YouTuber and got deplatformed for his behaviour. Yes, true, true story, Zembo, yeah. So he's taken to uh, trying to gain some relevancy by trolling some uh, YouTube royalty, so to speak, or at least some of the, the, the old the old heads, and had spent about a good, I think, about three weeks 
uh, on a constant bullying campaign against Boogie, threatening to come round and kick fuck at him, threatening to come round saying he wouldn't do nothing, you're a pussy. Uh, I've done so on a couple of podcasts and even on Keem Star's uh, drama alert. That would actually turn it to such a shit show, Keem wouldn't post it because it would get too, too monetized, it took too long to fucking edit out all the cussing because Boogie just sparked the fuck out uh, and let the guy know, like, you come round here, there's going to be a problem. You're going to regret it. So Dickhead decided he was going to go round there and Boogie, uh, ever the polite soul, uh, opened the door to his home and uh, introduced him to his uh, little friend uh, with a warning shot, which kind of really isn't a warning shot if you tell someone it's going to be a warning shot, but still. Uh, then it, it was a, yeah. with fan theories of whether or not this was a work, but I genuinely don't think it was. Uh, Boogie would have probably hinted at that by now and has actually refuted it several times. Well, uh, where you it know. gets sticky is the fact that A, the gun wasn't actually registered uh, to Boogie, apparently it's his roommate, and B, I given the particular state regulations of where Boogie stays, I believe it's illegal to fire a warning shot. You can fire yeah. a shot to defend your property, but actually declare a, war- a warning shot in itself is illegal. Yeah, yeah it's actually endangering um, like thing, though. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, but you know what I mean? People get so triggered these days that you have to give them a pre-warning before the warning shot, so... I think it's really funny that I do... Like, it's illegal to give a warning shot. You better fucking shoot, shoot them. Uh, it's the actually more legal just to shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the guy was documented as saying he was coming to Boogie's yeah, house. A warning shot's a dangerous act, but, you know, fucking shooting someone straight in the face... <laughs> we all yeah, know stormtroopers can't shoot straight, right? The, right. the point of Americans, honestly, there's like, what the fuck is wrong with Americans? Like, oh, I'm going to take my fucking GTA-style arsenal of weapons down to Walmart, and if a fucking deer looks at me wrong, I'm going to pop a cap in his ass. Yeah, it's coming right for us, you know what I mean? You gotta. The law, to, me, no. to me, it sounds like, oh, fucking police officers keep shooting people. Um, like just change the law so as it makes it so as they're supposed to shoot people. Like warning shots are illegal. And just, that's what it sounds like to me. Do you but know? I mean, America's got all its problems and stuff like that, and that's it's there for a reason. Because if you fire a warning shot and some fucking innocent bystander cops it, that's kind of yeah. Fucking. But your warning now, shot is supposed to be into the air. Well, to be that's fair, what, what goes up must come down. Yeah, literally, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, it makes sense in the context of if two people want to get into it and someone's stupid enough to provoke someone long enough to bring out a gun or someone's stupid enough to pull out a gun, then that's between them two. That's not between some fucking poor, you know, Can I just uh, say, baby in a fucking stroller fucking three blocks along just or something. Say, I, I just a funny thought. See if you get hollow point bullets, you should always put like a hollow point bullet in your first round in your clip, except inside the hollow points, get a wee mini parachute so she can warning shots safely. <laughs> <laughs> and the bullet was safe recovered from a walnut Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Christ, <laughs> Christ Taylor didn't get a fucking warning shot. Do you think anybody's ever shot a warning shot and has landed in a crime scene where there's other bullets in there? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you were at the murder yeah. scene. I was actually just, two miles away. <laughs> The, the fucking Americans are like, oh my god, I'm so brave, uh, come near me and I'll fuck you up because I've got like fucking three revolvers strapped to them and an AR-15 on their back. If you really think you're brave, you wouldn't go to fucking any shopping centre with all that attached to you. Right, if you had an issue with someone, you'd fucking batter them with your fists, your pussy, no at range. Here's the one that gets me, here's the one that gets me. Have you all seen that picture of the boy queuing up in a subway with like, he's got a saw rifle on his shoulder on one shoulder and over his left shoulder he's got a, a grenade launcher the grenade launcher was the real it was a fake in. so you've got a fake weapon on one shoulder and a real weapon on the other what kind of mixed up messages are you sending pal he, he was <laughs> trying to get a next role in terminator you <laughs> know what I mean? the- you know to the picture fair, of the guy in the booty shorts with a warning with... shot with a grenade launcher. You're probably gonna <laughs> fucking take it seriously. Right? Yeah. Okay, bro. Okay, no, 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 no. You're done, I'm done. I'm out. I ain't yeah, gonna yeah, just yeah, put yeah, one yeah. hole in you. I'm gonna put one big hole in you. From a grenade launcher only works if you're like you're the Titan from Resident Evil. Stars. <laughs> 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 shoot in the opposite fucking direction, but yeah, it's like 
the, the picture of the guy in the booty shorts with the, the fucking, like, the straps around and he's got, like, six pistols on him. I don't it looks like fucking Lara Croft. It was our Twitter recently, it was like fucking... Yeah, I saw that. Ridiculous, man. Well, one of the other things that was all over Twitter recently is uh, Ethan from the Sideman has caught the coof. Sideman down, ladies and gentlemen. Sideman oh, down. that's the one that the boys were talking about. <coughs> because they all had to quarantine because... Watch? What is this? Only fans Will any... Oh, right, boys, I'm Alex right, okay. and James Marriott. They said that they all had to quarantine for two weeks because one of the sidemen caught COVID and put them at risk. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. I think it was even funnier. Uh, Kim was essentially almost running a, a competition to figure out who it was. <laughs> like it was some kind of fucking trivia. <laughs> That's kind of sick. That's kind of I just like up. the way one of you said, oh, wow, like you were, oh, Wilson. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. The flu. Wow. See, when anybody says that, man, I cannot unsee the bit in Anaconda where mm. fucking he gets eaten by the snake and then it, the snake goes by and you can just see Owen Wilson's kind of face in the snake's stomach and Priv just goes, Wow. It's dark in here. Wow. Celio is going to be delivering my McDonald's in 10 minutes. Will you stop talking about your filthy habits? First it's e-boys and side men, and now it's fucking McDonald's. And uh, but it's, it's worse though, it's a McDonald's delivery. Well, speaking about delivering internet Jim Yang eating a Big Mac like an anaconda. Well, that's oh, a delivery oh, driver pencil. Sweet chili chicken wrapped meal with a Diet Coke and nine chicken nuggets. Nine? Oh, nine chicken nuggets? Yeah, what, could they not afford ten? I... Are you getting the lava pie with that? I'm not getting an apple pie with that. Uh, and my mum's getting a McChicken sandwich meal. See, the thing is, an oasis. if the delivery not driver puts it on his dash while he's driving up, it might actually be warm when it gets to you. Uh, mm. Delivery driver's on a bike, it seems. Oh. <laughs> right. According to the, the, the wee uh, map thing on Uber Eats, he's, uh, he's on a bike and yeah, what, what is up with what so. is up with this, eh? We're, we're just going to sit here and like watch every single step of the way this poor delivery driver try to get to my I house. Do. I like to know where they are. <laughs> he's like, actually further away from the McDonald's right now than I am. <laughs> well, that just... that... What? <laughs> it's like, hold on, I, mean, I could get them there like quicker. He's three orders in his, on his little backpack thingy. He's probably uh, looking so at the order and going, oh, for fuck's sake, lazy bastard, man. Could I just walked in? <laughs> Jesus. I, I, I had a podcast <laughs> to be on. Max like they did the fucking cartoons with the newspapers, man. I had a podcast to be on. I was waiting fucking, Love. like, eight hours of sleep. Wait. No. <laughs> Six hours? Well, speaking of no sleep, uh, certainly uh, a few of the uh, the Jenner sisters or whatever one the Jenner sister was dating might uh, be cringing in their sleep as their ex, Tiger, the famous rapper, his nudes leaked all over Twitter last night. Uh, speaking of anacondas, there was a little, uh, <laughs> a little black third arm floating around on the hashtags. After, allegedly it was from his only fans, but... You know, what, what's happening? Um, the Austin Powers fucking scheming to, oh my god, look, it's a one-eyed it's, monster. It's not really much of a tragedy or, you know, an oh my god moment if they have an OnlyFans page. That's it. I mean, it's, it's like, <laughs> what do you mean this nude's leaked? Yeah, exactly. Snapshotted something he put out on the internet. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't a leak. That was a free trial. That was a free trial. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a picture on me. Try before you buy. Wow. Yeah, it's a sample size. <laughs> sample oh, size. no, there was nothing sample size about it, said Blocker. <laughs> this was a three course meal. Oh, God. What do you expect? Do you know what I mean? Gobble, gobble. You make a living on the internet, you're like, do you know what, I'll do I'll make an OnlyFans and nothing bad will happen. Maybe not the section of the internet yeah. is going to see my cock that I don't want to see my cock. You know, that'll be completely like, fine. Oh, they can't copy this image because they're not allowed to right-click and save image. Yeah, we've got cameras and the sniffing tool, mate. Like, I'm girl, you yeah. helped it. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I'm Gur. I am Gur. Well, uh, that's that's one monster that no longer needs to be sought out. But uh, 
<laughs> but there is another type of monster that shall be being hunted by Mila Jovich as the first of the teaser trailers for the new Monster Hunter movie oh. was dropped last night. Now, it's, it's a bit unfair calling it a teaser trailer because I looked everywhere and all you can literally see is about 7 seconds of footage, 15 seconds at most of footage. Well, of te- teaser trailers are getting very expensive these days, you know? Yeah, but it's like, it's not really, like, there's a bit of a scene, then there's a huge writing that covers the screen, then there's a bit more of a scene, and then there's more writing that covers the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. It's less of a trailer than, like, a teaser. You know how, like, sometimes these days you'll get uh, a, almost you like a five-second ad of a trailer before yeah. you watch the real trailer? It's more, it's, more like like, it's, more like the, it's more like the posters you get inside the bus stops, except they move. Yeah. Oh, I suppose it's better okay. than the trailer giving away the entire fucking plot and everything. Well, that's arrives. what I was just yeah. going to make a point on Yangi as well. Is like it's, you can tell a lot of trailers. Like look at like some of the Marvel movies and the trailers are pure big and massive, and you can already kind of decipher the plot so you know what you're expecting when you walk into the movies. And you know it's going to be a good film because you know you're getting what you want, and you want to see the extended bit of what you've just seen in the yeah, trailer. Yeah. Well, I, and then you get the I, fucking exact opposite with this fucking monster hunter where they've got. Like, uh, like to me, if it were, like it's it's almost like no confidence in their product. So they only show you the bits <laughs> that they are confident in, well, and there's very little enough. They'll like that. That's to me what trailers are. You show what people like, you show people what you're confident about. Do you know what I mean? And if they've not got a lot, they're not confident. So it doesn't it, say a lot I suppose about it. Is that, is that like with Rogue One when they showed you bits of the film that were near the bloody film? Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> like, like uh, that was it. With, like when I, I saw rebel, I rebel. It's like the teaser trailers for Star Wars. Oh, you first, bro. Oh, I was just saying, yeah, like the teaser trailers for Star Wars. When I first saw them, I was like, this looks shite. And then when I got to the film, I was like, yeah, not wasn't disappointed with my thought there. <laughs> oh, no, I've had one was a I've fucking dare you. I mean, in the other but ones. I will <laughs> say, though, going back to the original trailer itself, I, I didn't really pay attention to what it was when it first came on because it was like it came as an advert before another video yeah, uh, that, last it, night. And like it came on, I thought, oh, it's a bit of Resident Evil. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny it looked like bloody Resident Evil. Yeah. It's literally the couple of Resident Evil. Mila Jovich is married to the producer, I do believe, or one of the producers of the Resident Evil franchise. Uh, and after they obviously gave that up, they, they he's managed to scoop uh, both them a role in Monster Hunter. So they're hopefully trying to set this up as another franchise. I'm mm. looking forward to it. I like the way it looked. Like you said, you can glue a lot even just from the few seconds we did get. I was worried we were hearing stories that it was going to be, oh, it's, it's actually a military uh, story and she's actually in the, in the army and, and there's a portals opened and the monsters are bleeding into this world. And you're like, why? Where the fuck are you going with this? Yeah. But that little trailer and some of the... Some of the um, uh, pictures that we've seen, including the cosplay uh, effects, so, so to speak, the, the, the costume design, sorry, uh, certainly indicate it's going to be a little more leading towards the games and yeah. hopefully less of a case of, you know, oh, Portal putting Monster Hunters in the real you know world. What I'm actually, more, you know what I'm Portal actually really surprised? Joe Fitch goes to the Monster Hunter yeah. world. You know what I'm really surprised at, though? Is the fact that like you, you know we've got movies like that coming out and stuff like that, and then obviously we had like the Pokemon movie with Ryan Reynolds and shit like that before, and I'm mm-hmm. actually going, I'm surprised they haven't went, hey guys, by the way, we're going to be releasing a live action version of the first Pokemon series. Mm. There you go, have oh, it. Don't fucking say it. It will happen. It'll come in the future. Well, because they've already fucking, um, they're already remaking bloody the witches, Moldows of witches. I'm really excited for the fucking Halo TV show that's been done up by uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, oh yeah, I've been hearing about that for a while. Well. the cards like about six years ago, it never happened. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, uh, it's apparently still been worked on. Master Chief has a personality, I'll have you know. Oh, it's so bland. 
And if you're Xbox, you know it's not. Fandom Yangy, for God's sake, how many times have yeah. Well, do you know what the, fault, the fucking podcast. Fallout inside the vault sitcom? Because we all know that's where it's got to be. It's got to be something. Excuse me, the Fallout TV show that HBO will save the franchise <laughs> and take it from the clutches of Microsoft. Because <laughs> Bethesda are pretty. How, how is it that a studio that created the franchise is quite happily destroying it? Technically, they didn't create it. Obsidian. Yeah, I, I know Obsidian did, did uh, but yeah. you know, what I mean, Bethesda really fucking just pushed it. I mean, didn't get me wrong. And then I, Bethesda made three, and then Obsidian made New Vegas, which was better. Much better. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like just Bethesda. Just keep Obsidian doing it. They were doing good. Just fucking. Ugh. But they can't anymore. So there's a common misconception. Was like, give it back to Obsidian. Do you know all the guys that done it? And Obsidian have left Obsidian now. So I, and do you know do you, do you know where one of those guys went? Uh, Tom French, who designed uh, a lot of the, the special I, attributes I and sexual things. Yeah, he, 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 he runs Forge at Halo. <laughs> his fucking pet pig is in it. He made a helmet based on his pet pig. It's so cute. Please uh, excuse me two seconds and talk amongst yourselves as I have a phone call for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> the joy. <laughs> professional. Somebody yeah. trying to sell poops in a kitchen or a bathroom. That, that's all right. Oh, that's this all is right. privilege speaking. Could you please fuck off? Yeah, that's all right. You know, <laughs> prim- I'm really about double blazing. Always, yeah. always hit them with the uber polite. Um, uh, who is calling? And from why are you calling? And who who gives? Yeah. Hello, uh, yeah, Edinburgh City Morgue. Yeah, like uh, yes, Parts I Department. Want my details removed from your system as per the terms of the protection. Good day, like every time. Yeah. yeah. Th- th- this. Uh... I Hello. Like the line you are calling is currently under investigation by Lothian Borders Police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you in any way related to the person you are calling? If so, we may require an investigation. Or you could always hit them with the boxes and the Joe's pack, they're made you stuff them, you stuff them. I tell you one thing, let's see how it was talking about Billy Joel before. You know what I think she could actually do really well at? If they were to make a live action version of a band of Leon. Um, I think she'd of, do well at that. Of what? Uh, and in, uh, Mecha Anime, back in oh. the day. Yeah. Oh, oh right, uh, yeah, Evangelion, yeah, totally. I was thinking of animes that would make interesting live-action Ruby. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it doesn't make an interesting anime, never mind a live-action. It's already true. I'll have you know Ruby's what the fucking one of the only two animes I enjoy. Ruby, Ruby, so Ruby! So you don't watch anime, is what you say. don't yeah. actual anime. You I like fucking, Ruby, yeah. and I like Black Butler. Although we well, have to say, I mean, like, given the mess they made of... Um, of Ghost in the Shell, do you really want them touching it? Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you imagine if they actually did something, if they did anything at all to the majesty of my name, I would go on a killing spree. Do you know what anime I'm going to watch in 2022 when it comes out? Wow. Cyberpunk Ed, Edge Runners. <sighs> you fucking Edge Runner. Because <laughs> it's going to be fucking great. I'll let are, you win are, are we going to have to wait years for it and they're going to basically keep pushing it back month per month and saying it'll be ready next month, it'll be ready next hey, month. Hey look, Cyberpunk's coming out next month finally. Yeah, uh, but whilst we're oh. talking about it, when people, when people bring up the, the fact that they just uh, announced crunch apparently, do you know what, you know what this crunch is, right? Their normal work schedule is five eight-hour shifts a week and that's including lunch times. They're getting one more eight-hour shift for four weeks. Yeah, I was just... Taking up to 40 hours a week including fucking lunch. I was that's at, not crunch, I was that's at, an average work week for some I was people. actually just uh, I was actually just kind of complaining about this the other day to uh, somebody I was talking to and it's like a lot of people are getting you know are really getting annoyed with the fact that it's like oh you're forcing them to work overtime and it's like welcome to the software industry you pricks when it comes to crunch time you have to put in those extra hours to oh, make so sure shit works that's the latest crunch fucking rockstar yeah, exactly. games when they were hundred hour Red weeks and shit hundred hour weeks exactly. hour weeks isn't crunch that's like Work. Yeah, yeah, and not only Can't that. Yeah, it's like not only working in a coffee shop when you've lost your deputy manager, your manager manager is off the sick. Uh, you've downed two people because one of them's left and one of them has decided that they're also going to be in the sick and just hasn't come in for yeah. the last three weeks. And there's like five years running this entire store over the Christmas period, and the company's like pushing every kind of consumable drink at twice the normal price. Then talk to me about crunch. 
Yeah, not only that, yeah, right? Tell me about your personal problems, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, not only that, right? It's like, okay, I can't speak for every one of them, but let's face it, game devs are geeks. Geeks will do the bare minimum amount of work that's required on a daily basis and go, oh, there's a bug there. I'll fix that later. Put it put it to the put it to the fix list later. And then it gets to the last week and they're like, shit, we've got like a, a thousand just fixes here. Can I just can I just say the uh, I just realized there's something else wrong with our wee uh, icons at the top left. Uh Preventec, you two aren't animated. No, we're not. And, um, <laughs> Do you have to keep? Do you have to keep? Do you have to keep pointing all these problems out? You know things that I've been hoping the audience doesn't even notice. Yeah, actually, can I actually send you my my latest avatar? I'll update that at some point for the next one. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I put that after the show for fuck's sake. Hopefully, folk will want to come back next week. But speaking of comebacks. Uh, everyone's favourite original Disney show and uh, a, a fucking long lost star is making a comeback with Home Improvement oh, and, and pre-production No! Just leave yeah. it alone man! <laughs> home Improvement? Yeah, d- d- don't you ask, don't ask Home Improvement? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yeah, he won't, he won't remember no. Home Improvement no. Tim Allen <laughs> Classic uh, American comedian, uh, very much the Beverly Man. Uh, by today's standards, it's probably possibly could easily get cancelled, but it's borderline misogyny. But it's uh, it was done in a comedic sense. He was very much the I'm I'm the man around the house and I do all the fucking uh, DIY type stuff. But was continuously botching it and blowing it up and ruining it. Uh, um, TV show yeah. of which he would sit and uh, teach people how to do it, which was continuously sabotaged and ruined. Uh, but more homely when it came to the family and the, 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 oh, the decisions and what have you and him discussing with his neighbour over the feds. But Christ, that's probably been about 20 years yeah, since that. No, it, it's like, more than that, mate. More yeah, than that. It's, it's like, just, just leave it alone. I mean, I can understand, you know, Tim the Toolman Taylor, it was alright back in the day. But just fucking leave it alone. But the thing is, he can't. Know, mate, it's like when when it was successful and when that was popular, the YouTube didn't exist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like in like, I don't know. I I want people watching the thing it. Is, what it was actually doing off of the comedic value. I don't know. He can't. Here's the problem. Little known fact: Tim had a fucking show not long ago, about three, two, three years ago, and he'd been working long and hard on it, and it was a show about him being a father, being <laughs> a, very much uh, 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 in, in, the, in the same vein as the Tim the Toolman Taylor kind of father, but in the modern age, where a lot of his uh, right or conservative leaning views were directly uh, contrasted by today's liberal uh, fucking LGBTQ plus fucking SCW-esque agenda. And it was him coming to terms with that through his family. It didn't last two or three episodes before it was fucking cancelled under the auspices of this is offensive. (laughs) When in reality, the actual point of the show was somewhat along the same lines of home improvement. That Yeah, you can be manly, you can be rightly, you can have these beliefs and what have you, but it's also okay to feel that you're kind of out of whack and out of sync with our society. Uh, uh, That was the point in the show. But it's not good enough, no, certainly not in these, uh, these days. So it got fucking pulled. And it was a big matter of contention because it's like, well, hold on a minute here. Tim Allen's a huge fucking star. Toy Story famous fucking star here we're talking about. Galaxy Quest, so, huge fucking name in Hollywood. But he, even he couldn't get his own fucking show pushed. So, so now he's having to literally go back to an old property, which ironically still has a lot of the same fucking problems. But hopefully, through its nostalgia, we'll, he'll be able to actually well, tell the fucking story. He, I've, got, I've got an idea here for the name then, right? Instead of Tim the Toolman Taylor, you drop the man and just have Tim the Tool Taylor, which kind of <laughs> says it all then. Then society will be like, oh, he's not trying to be misogynist and say he's a man, and they're calling him a tool in the title, so... Oh, God, Maybe don't, don't, don't slap on him also. stand-up comedian. I think he's a bit old for that now, personally, to be honest. But what never gets old is the famous segment of the week, 
and it is of course Twitter moments. Uh, we do not have the one and only Mario um, TV for his. I can't uh, do the same. I can't do it like uh, like Mario said. But I can give you a death metal version. Let's go to Moments. We have a great Suko in the chat here. You hanging with the side men, Twitter moments. If you just give me a second here, what I always do, what I always do, and forget that I haven't posted them uh, in, a, in a couple of minutes, so I need yeah, to go yeah, back yeah, and switcheroo, swaparoo, just so that I can actually post them so Zenbook can Prepared see on this channel, we are. Listen, you need to prepare. What you need to do is prepare for uh, the number one K-pop band slash boy band in the planet. As uh, K-pop stands everywhere, rejoice the fact that BTS are the uh, are, are millionaires in South Korea's largest IPO in years. Yes, yeah. yes, big story, yeah. folks, big stories. Yeah, uh, big story. Yeah. I mean, it's no secret these guys are fucking huge, probably bigger than like One Direction kind of fame, to be honest. Okay. So it's no surprise. Yeah, okay. That they are millionaires, but also what hey, we get are... it. What? <laughs> <laughs> but also... You said K. Aye, uh, K. <laughs> <laughs> I can buy and sell the lotties. I'm trying to be extremely dismissive here, but this is not working. <laughs> Listen, you can try and dismiss, but there's no way that you can fight against the fucking boomstick that was dynamite. Going back to number one, and only hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100, but it fell to number three odds, and then it went back up to number one a couple of days later. That's how successful my boys are. They bounce back like a fucking rubber ball. But speaking of comebacks, there may be a comeback that not really sure anyone wanted, as a Jamie Foxx's character Electro. And those awesome, oh, no. amazing Spider-Man movies might be coming back in the MCU with our favourite new Spider-Man, Toby McGuire. I don't why why no one. Hello, this. sorry, I was guiding the most yeah. directionally challenged delivery man on the planet. Okay, thanks for that. Uh, They're talking about it being like an effort from the multiverse or something, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. they just go didn't didn't the way towards the church and they walked to the wrong fucking church. Well, to be fair, there is about 20 churches in the area. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Could we, we direct them back to the Segway? Because I don't know where the, the fuck I was going with that. So Jamie yeah, Jamie Fox Fox is uh, going to be, probably be back. And it will be, yeah, you're right, Zenblock. It'll work under the whole Spider-Verse thing that they've been aiming towards. There's been big rumours for a while that we're going to get uh, Tobey Maguire. Uh, and we're going to get fucking um, even uh, Homeboy for Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, together in a future Spider-Man film. That was also obviously hinted at, spoiler alert, when J. Jonah Jameson appeared in an end credit scene in the latest Spider-Man movie. So, uh, fans are fucking ablaze for all that. But I'm not, I, I really, again, Electro, I think that hopefully this is Jamie Foxx going, can I do it again? But right. Can I do it again but better? Mm. Can we do it again and not play the Spider-Man, uh, sorry, uh, Incy Wincy Spider theme? See if while, Ryan Reynolds um, says, can we be the shiny electronic another go? Because I quite like that. You'd say, no, it was shite. Do you know what I mean? And like, Electro You mean Green Lantern? Or Green Lantern, aye. <laughs> 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 were they no joking about that at one point? A green, a, another Green Lantern film or something? Like that's what we were talking about last yeah, week. Sorry. Yeah, uh, coming, he could be coming back to the DCU. Now, <laughs> um, see, he, JB Fox, that he could do Green Lantern because he could do John Stewart and he might actually do a good job here. Oh, that's interesting, that's interesting. I don't really know if he's DC material, though. That, that is a question. Mm. Um, but what, speaking about material, uh, the material content of the Subway sandwich is in question in Ireland as it has been ruled by the Irish Supreme Court that Subway bread isn't actually bread. Uh, <laughs> what, is it a yes, uh, first this sounds kind of funny and fucky, but actually when you break it down, 
due to the high percentage of sugar in Subway sandwiches. Not just sugar, but sugar-related content is what they were calling it. Whatever the fuck that means. Okay. Uh, Ireland will no longer consider bread oh, this is one or staple yeah. food for tax purposes. Right, sugar-related content. Okay, so, right, just going by the image on that subway, right? Okay, so pickles, tomato, lettuce, there's maybe some meat in there, you know, it's like... Okay, if there's sugars in those, they're natural, but a very small percentage. If there's sugar in the bread... If there's sugar in the bread... What the fuck? That is literally just a, a really disgusting way of trying to get people hooked. I mean, this is the same argument you were having with some McDonald's stuff where they were saying that the, the burgers had more fucking salt and sugar in them. That they should be classified as a fucking dessert. This is just a cheap <laughs> way of getting people hooked on that shit. People, I, I, I people all the time food has got mad amounts of sugar and salt yeah, in it. Like. Yeah, they do, but you know what I mean? It's like, aye, when you make bread, yeah, it's got a very small amount of natural sugars in it. But... If it's got enough sugar in it that they're like, well, hold on a minute, then they're adding sugar to the fucking bread. What are you actually doing? You're trying to get people hooked on it. Yeah, and exactly. People up here and saying, oh, it's a hangover cure. I remember something. No, it's fucking just, not. Just it's go just and eat a couple so of spoonfuls of sugar then. You're quite literally like, oh, you feel good for a little while, but that's disgusting. That's, that's the only reason why flat iron brew works. Well, once more. Works. I don't. You're not <laughs> like that, it was a great advertising ploy, you know, flat iron brew for a hangover. Yeah, it doesn't actually work, but it's well, a nice with thought. Any luck? Uh, the rest of the UK or the rest of the uh, the British Isles should somewhat fucking take heed from that. And uh, <laughs> get it seeds to bring sweet breed. Follow up on that later on. Like Speaking of follow ups, Barry Jenkins to direct the Lion King follow up for Disney, whatever the fuck that means. The Oscar winning writer director behind Lion Moonlight King. and If Beale Steel Could Talk is set to helm a new photorealistic movie that will reportedly focus on Mufasa's origin story. Like, oh, for fuck! So this is like the Lion King. No, it's not this... a follow-up, it's a prequel. It's, a line, yeah. it's the Lion King 1-0. Yeah. It's, Buf- yeah. it's Mufasa. It's basically, right, let's take Mufasa and start him off as a cub. Do like we did every other movie. He could have beat Scar if he just mufasa <laughs> I couldn't yeah, have fa- yeah. I, if I face palmed yeah, at that one, it would have exploded my brain. Yawn. Yawn, Yangi. Speaking of yawn, it's going to make you stretch there, Yangi. It's going to make you fucking want to stretch out. Just like, like this fucking there. segue, that's a stretch. Uh, it was going to be rounded up really well there, but it will swell back down. Just like Miss Marvel, who has been cast uh, as Canadian teen Iman Valeri, joins the MCU. Uh, the upcoming Miss Marvel series, series has found its lead. Iman Valeri of Markham, Ontario, will play Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. A.K.A. Miss Marvel, a Pakistani American teen and the first Muslim character to lead her own Marvel comic, no doubt stems from the, the popularity of her character. Was that who movie. that is? Yeah, no one really, really was talking about Miss Marvel as a character before, but they very well placed her, and, 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 and by all means, <laughs> was the favourite part of that game. A lot of people were poo-pooing it. Generally un- it. uninterested, they just started talking about it. But if that's mm. the last of the game, that's quite cool. They've got to gear her own like comic and well, stuff. I, I, yeah, I know she's already got her own comic. It started in twenty thirteen. Ah, right. yeah, okay. she, she has. Been actually, she's actually quite somewhat. a decent character. But yeah, within the game, it, it was highly popular, and now they've went and cast her for her own series. Apparently, I thought she was going to be in a Marvel film, but we're going for a series, so mm. that's interesting. Uh, with, that, with that though, then that leads us hopefully that now that Fox is part of Disney, that basically we can have the X Men come in, Rogue mm-hmm. can steal Miss Marvel's, uh, Miss uh, Captain Marvel's powers, have her go into a coma, get rid of P. Larson, and just have Uber Rogue. Thank you. 
<laughs> Everyone's favourite MCU character. Captain Marvel's just pure mega overpowered, man. <laughs> OP as yeah. fuck. She's OP. I mean, Superman okay, though. Up. The movie was enjoyable, but you know, yeah, there was nothing wrong with With the movie, I think as well. I think see, here's the problem: like Brie Larson doesn't get a fucking chance because what they poorly done with those films, uh, the Marvel MCU, we shoehorned her character in at the end. Yeah, it was very much a Deus Ex Machina when they mm. hadn't prepared what the mm. fuck they were going to do. And yeah, they're trying to, to, like try to build Captain Marvel as a big, huge fucking star, but. Uh, no one was buying that shit. Like I said, it was too OP. Superman's always got this massive, like, kryptonite glaring weakness that it's dead easy for somebody to put their hands on it at any time. Whereas the only thing that you can do is write Captain Marvel out of the story for a bit of time or your story doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. well, I, know I mean, you like, know, I can't fight the rest of Thanos Weeze because I need to go either jobby. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? it's like I will admit that that I've got to go get my hair done. Like I will admit that whole that whole scene in the <laughs> last one where it's just like you've got the massive arm, the massive combined forces fighting Thanos's forces, and they're getting a bit pummeled, and then Captain Marvel shows up and just yeets herself through a ship. <laughs> You're Can like, we just talk about <laughs> how useful it would have been if Captain Marvel went to fucking Vladimir uh, as a sacrifice, jumped off, and then just fucking flew back up after they got the stone. Haha, uh-huh, got you. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, we could sit here and pick apart the bones of the last uh, MCU generation all we want, but what's a lot more scarier uh, and bonier as this 12-foot skeleton is Spooky Seasons Muse, nearly $300 towering skeleton is captivating the US and inspiring the You know what? I've not seen any meme about this. If I'd went... I've seen uh, more Breaking Bad memes recently than that. Go and rent rent a fucking uh, dinosaur skeleton from a museum for a while and I bet you it wouldn't get as much traction as that got. Actually, speaking of Breaking Bad memes that I've seen a lot recently, do you know what's resurfaced? Uh, breaking the fucking bones? Jesse going, he can't get getting away with this clip. Oh, I don't know, that was freaking bad. Boring. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> not, he's not I've, have they said why it's a 12-foot skeleton? Well, it's better uh, than an 11-foot skeleton. Uh, I don't know. Uh, people people are apparently just I mean, going... Gonna go yeah. for it, go for it, make yeah. it like 50-foot, go, go metal, go like that... Go like that, bl- like bloody uh, Gundam. Oh, that would, you know what? That would actually be a lot cooler if they had made the skeleton so big that it was in their back garden and it was actually holding onto the top of their house, looking over like. Yeah. <laughs> that would be exactly. so awesome. Replace the skull. And if they got, if they'd like put some, put like a bit of fake roof in its teeth. Oh, that's metal as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally should have done that. Only that effort for a fucking month. Yes. If you, like, like Zenblok said, go big or go fucking home. You know? Uh, <laughs> they would maybe like go home because it'd be a constant construction site. Yeah. <laughs> From going big to, honey, I sunk the kids. Uh, actor, <laughs> everyone's favourite actor, Rick Moranis, says he is fine after unprovoked attack on Manhattan's Upper West Side. The Canadian actor is most famous for his roles of Ghostbusters and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. was a victim of a random attack in the Upper West Side of Manhattan on Friday. Bananas was out for a walk when a man punched him in the head. Uh, <laughs> according to reports, NYPD is searching for this prick. Internet, go please do your fucking thing. Punches Rick Moranis. Yeah, like, like, do you bro, want to be known forever as that I'm guy who I'm punched me? Rock did the kid. It was Rick Moranis. Like, I think the guy was just off his tits. <laughs> yeah, but I bet you, bet you. Yeah. Honey, I thought the kid's a prick. Smack. Why'd you quit acting? Oh, you're funny. Smack. <laughs> Why did you? Smack you know, taking care of that plant faster, you fatty wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make an old tune, the fat joke punches him in the back of the head and goes, "Moon the ghosts." <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, yeah. As everyone may be aware or not, um, Rick Moranis famously quit acting. Uh, after his wife passed away to spend his uh, life yeah. his it's kids like, appropriately. Why can't yeah. guy and the rumour is now 
after 20, 30 years out of the business that he has been courted to make a bit of a comeback, even though he said he wouldn't in the past. Uh, so, God willing, That's hopefully he's doing okay. Uh, and he and he gets gets a little bit of fucking action. Yeah. Um yeah. doing it. But speaking of people who quit uh sure their acting careers, Jennifer Ar- Jennifer Arson considered quitting acting in the last two years. Um, I thought she had start. Yeah, well <laughs> after a particularly exhausting role, she considered walking away from the career. A podcast uh, for a career in interior designing. Well, that's well, a certain... People like Jennifer Aniston, she's been typecast for the past 20 years and now she's yeah. getting beyond that stage mm. where she can't, be, she can't be cast in that type of role anymore. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And like, yeah. that, you've got to feel sorry for typecast actors and I think like Jennifer Aniston's one of those ones. Do you know what I mean? Like, she was always the like the girl next door type and friends and then she had to change a wee bit to be like the fucking the woman next door almost do you know what i mean that wee bit mm-hmm. uh, single female and all that in the movies and stuff but now she's at that age where she's no go that like to, to movie makers they've got to go for somebody 10 years younger all the fucking time do you know mm-hmm. what i mean you got to- what she needs to do is radically reinvent herself go total fucking madonna on it man shave her bloody hair off hit the gym go metal <laughs> like and then go and do like the lassie that did robocop because when she before she was uh, officer lewis and robocop she worked for the disney channel she just has a complete reinvention and just go fucking right then cast me like uh sigourney weaver in galaxy quest let's go <laughs> that's basically like that's the way i see it do you know i mean she's one of those people that has been typecast and that's obviously what she's that's why she's thought about fucking quitting she's because she's not getting any of those roles anymore i i mean it'd be kind of hard like how the pictures are actually looking like she's considering it as well (laughs) (laughs) Uh, interior design that's from friends proving my point do you know what i mean that's Mm. a picture for friends and it proves my point do you know what i mean what are you trying to say there hey Thank you, Jangy. Oh, interior design's my backup uh, career too. So. <laughs> you need to design your life. Never mind the interior of your fucking room. Yeah, you do not <laughs> want to come in my quarters. Interior design. Listen, you need to work on the interior design that stomach line and after you eat that fucking McDonald's. But... <laughs> I'm already that, uh, and I've only got uh, five and a half nuggets left. Oh, Five and a half nuggets, too I many. I half a nugget. You chuck a nugget in all, all the I'm way, man. I'm only eating one, that's how. <laughs> Chicken nuggets, how do you eat yours? Most people just shove it in their cup. Look how smarty. Chicken nuggets. Throw the tomato sauce on and then it gl- and lob it in you go. Yeah, <laughs> need like double dipping with that shit. Does <laughs> any get enough sauce no, for that? I've got sweet and sour. Chicken Nuggets, very much the unappreciated side character of the McDonald's cinematic <laughs> universe. <laughs> Do not put that in the ether, because it will fucking happen. So what oh. famous side character deserves their own film, is the question here. From Edna Mode to Astrid Leong, I don't know who the fuck those are, Twitter shared which side characters deserve their own big screen story with some exciting results. Okay. Right, well, so what, go what, for the what side side character do you want? Yeah, that's that's exactly Jinx, Yagi. You, you well, know I'm that. Oh, hello. Yeah. Oh, it's certainly not a fucking side character in the wings of Maris. <laughs> <laughs> what a Madam Frau for Austin Powers. Oh, fuck. Oh. Start the reaction! The from Matilda. Oh, what? Oh, I want a prequel TV show. How, how the Trunchbull became such an absolute yeah. asshole. <laughs> that'd be something like that. I mean, I would, say, I would say Johnny Lawrence, but uh, he's got gold. That happened. I want a Sadie Adler game for Red Big Dead. Big Smoke San Andreas. Just the entire film is him trying to scrounge up enough cash to get his entire McDonald's order. He's got a movie, it's called, it's called Notorious. <laughs> <laughs> I, forget, I forget the name of him, but the big guy from Hawaii Five-O, I want to see a sort of Del Boy-esque programme by him and his brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll 
from side characters <laughs> to a main character that we thought we'd probably never see again. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about this, but we have confirmation that Borat 2 is on the way. Yeah. Uh, the Borat 2 trailer is here. First entry for the Borat, subsequent movie film, delivery of prejudice bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan has arrived. Apparently it had a different title before. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it did. I'm sure that title's gone through a number of changes. Uh, but, well... To be fair, uh, the title in itself is a joke, so... Sasha Baron Cohen has been through a number of changes over the years, so this is why I'm uneasy about this. Is yeah. he going to cock out? Do you is know what I mean? It's, it's not 2013. It's 2020. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know if he's going to get away with half of the shit he like, did, no. but I don't know if he would think about doing that, is my point. Like, because I, I, come out and spoken a lot about um, jokes and humour and anti-Semitism and what have The thing is, like, I've, I've, I've actually listened to a lot of Sasha Baron Cohen's um, talks and stuff like that, and it does come out with a lot of good points, but yeah, mm-hmm. like you were saying, is that attitude going to come out and bore out a bit, or is I it going to keep it character-based? Do we want an Ali G cucked? Do we want a Could you imagine Ali G getting made now? Can we get the fucking goddamn... The sequel to Borat, Boring. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, just like we're seeing earlier with the Home Improvement. Yeah. (laughs) Boring sounds like fucking something you'd find on his OnlyFans. He had that other character, I forget what it was called, but it was like the fashion model geezer. Bruno. Bruno, aye, you do, maybe you funnier, couldn't do that now. Jeez. No. Funnier, bro. I did like the bit when he was like in the military base and the guy was like, uh, what's with that belt? What do you mean this belt? I'm like, hello, Dolce and Cabana. <laughs> that bit was funny. There was a scene in the film where he's giving head to the ghost of Milly Vanilli or something. Even though Milly Vanilli's like not dead. And it's, bro, uh, fucking good old times, good old times. Well... Speaking of a good old time, I think that's as good a place as any to wrap it on the heat for this week. So as you could you make it a little bit earlier, Manny, I do believe you were uh, on the sauce last night. <laughs> but yeah, let you somewhat recover. From what I remember, yes. <laughs> but thanks for making it in at the end, my man. Much appreciated. And as ever, everybody in the wing, uh, Cod, Manny, Viper, Yangi, Zenbloke, all joining in uh, be sure to keep your eyes peeled this goes out in audio and the only way to see the full video experience keep your eyes is... peeled you can only hear it got there in the end well done uh, and you can catch the full visual audio experience in the end over on Patreon or join us here in the Fort Chronicles Discord every Sunday at 2pm this has been the Unmonetizables. I've been your host, Captain Privilege, along with oh, Yang Young, Grandmaster Tech, signing off, closing the frequencies, ending communications, and got to go Bruno Marbora. Just as long as you weren't going to go no, tin your tool, man. I don't no. know. <laughs> I'm going to go Tiger Molly fans. <laughs> <laughs>